Oh, oh yeah, man. Whoa. Just settings, you know? And that one just knocked my eardrums <laughs> to both opposite sides. Yikes. And I'm deaf. That's, that's the end of that one. Welcome to Deaf Man Podcast. <laughs> I'll be screaming through the microphone the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Turn to stone. Oh, man. One of the all-time all time greatest out of the ELO classics. Dude, you are rolling through the Electric Light Orchestra catalog. I'm loving it, man. Can't believe how many good tunes they have, you know? I, I swear you could probably do a full month, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, they're not bad, but I'll tell you what, they ain't no P. Diddy. <laughs> well, he's a bad boy for life, Mike. I mean... Man, dude, this is one of those rare times where a woman comes out, accuses somebody of rape, and they settle the case before we could even talk about it on the podcast. Oh, podcast. my God! <laughs> uh, yes, dude. It happened so fast. Now, I'm not one of those believe-all-women kind of people, but when you settle this fast, I'm going to go ahead and believe the woman on this one. <laughs> the news came out on Friday. Uh, we do our show on Sunday. They, they, and we did an early show. They settled the case by 8 a.m. Sunday morning. It's absolutely spectacular how fast this uh, happened. Or was it Saturday? Oh, they, they, it was done Saturday. It was yeah, over I think with. She came out Thursday. <laughs> okay. And by Saturday, it was over. P. Diddy, man. <laughs> Rape the shit out of this girl. Oh, it, it, it's worse. I mean, they're calling it sex trafficking. Yeah, no, that he settled so fast because he didn't even want her story to get out there. No, he he wanted to buy the story. By the rights, he actually already produced the Netflix special. It's going to come out next week. <laughs> Believe it or not, Nancy Pelosi's daughter filmed the rape. <laughs> she was there. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, I got a little on it. If you want to hear it, it's kind of it oh, makes I, it. Yeah, let's hear it. It's funny because again yeah thursday or friday i can't the news came out and i i really thought like wow god this is gonna get really juicy i may need to have to you know reclip it on sunday see what happened nope it's over it's already uh the case is done <laughs> it's been settled all payments have been cashed out uh this is one of the one of the most outrageous stories we're gonna we're gonna forget we're goldfish so nobody will talk about this no, and Ever I just again. love the story because everybody talks about like you know Diddy and uh, what's his wife? Uh, Who's Mary married? J. Blige? No, no, isn't he married to Beyonce? No, that's Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh, that's Jay Z. Yeah, oh, okay, right. I just confused Pete Diddy and Jay Z this whole time. I you... thought, J <laughs> oh, never mind, uh, never mind. I actually confused them the whole time. I thought this was all about Jay Z. Well, we're known racists, folks, on the show. <laughs> I hope you realize that. <laughs> Uh, Mike believed Don Cheadle played every black character for the last 40 years. <laughs> Just from 1950 to 1998. I mean, Every black guy in the movies was Don Cheadle. <laughs> Just one movie, Blazing Saddles, which happened to come out before Don Cheadle was even born. I mean. I, see, I see a slight resemblance to Don Cheadle, there's no doubt. Um, okay, so... This uh, right here is, is not Don Cheadle, nor, shockingly, is it Jay-Z, believe it or not. This is a, 
totally different black guy. It's also not Idris Elba, which maybe Idris Elba will play P. Diddy uh, oh, when they sorry. do this on Netflix. I never confuse Idris with anybody. That's right. All right, so here we go. Here's a P. Diddy sex trafficker. Also tonight, music mogul Sean Diddy Elba, comes like the accused of George sex trafficking. Huh? Who, P. Diddy? No, Idris. Idris, yes, he does have that. Well, black, no. like he's the black uh, George Clooney. Hear me out. Very good looking guy. Kind of, kind of got that older look early. That's right. But you know what I mean. And just like ran through pussy. Didn't he get married like really late? Yeah, I have no idea. I'm sure he's just been banging hoes though ever since he established his fame. Yeah, that's true. You know who I All think right. is the ultimate George Clooney, but the black version is Morgan Freeman. Oh, way too old. Well, I'm, out of here. I'm not saying he was slaying the Punani once he did the transfer, but I'm saying when he was like 30, he instantly looked 65 years old and just never changed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good call. Well, look at Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Redemption. He's like in his 30s in that role. and he, Good call. He, yeah. he looked that way for the entirety of his career. There's no difference between him, Shawshank Redemption, and then him when like, uh, Jim Carrey becomes God. Exactly. Yes, was. Bruce Almighty. Yes. Yeah. It's like literally the exact same. <laughs> exactly, dude. You throw a movie in there with that black chick who's murdering everybody. I'm just gonna let it roll that way. I I don't even <laughs> want to guess. Is it like Kiss the Spider or something? Um, say Don Cheadle. All right. And that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no! The chick wasn't killing everybody. Wasn't he in that movie? Who's yeah. that half black chick? All along came a spider or something like that. Yeah, uh, I do yeah. recall. Yeah, it was a very popular flick. Uh, also based on a popular novel, if I'm not mistaken. Back when we used to read books. It's kind of crazy. <coughs> mm. Dude, really funny. I don't mean to interrupt here, but you gotta go through the Idris Elba has had three wives. Oh wow. So fucking funny, you could definitely tell when the career took off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what happens. Plus, he was British, so he was, he was with those British chicks, you know what I mean? And then he goes to Hollywood. It was a big, big jump there. The first one, woof. The second one, all right, oh, getting yeah. a little better. And then the third one, like, okay, now you're, now you're a celebrity. That's this right, man. Now he's making movies with The Rock and Jason Statham. <laughs> That's right. Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw, folks. Never, I love Hobbs and Shaw. It's incredible. Ooh, yeah, all right. Sorry, but let's go back to P. Diddy. All right, so P. Diddy's uh, trafficking. Here we go. Trafficking and sexual assault in a lawsuit filed in federal court here in New York. Chloe Malas is here. Chloe, what more do we know about this? Uh, Lester, the lawsuit filed by Cassandra Ventura, known by her stage name Cassie, met Combs when she was 19 years old. She was later signed to Combs' record label, and the pair had been romantically involved. Ventura alleges that Combs not only raped her, but over the course of a decade, physically abused her, as well as, quote, lured her into a drug-fueled lifestyle. Ventura says that after years in silence and darkness, she's finally ready to tell her story. Now, Combs's lawyer said in a statement in part that his client vehemently denies the allegations, calling them baseless and outrageous, and that Ventura has been demanding $30 million, threatening to write a book about their relationship. And case is settled. He paid the money. No book, no story. <laughs> and we all forgot about all of it. Congratulations. Yeah, no, but I heard, I heard a little deeper thing on it that um, 
like he was he was forcing her to like sleep with a bunch of other guys. Yeah, he was this, he was pimping her out essentially. Yeah. And this is back in his early days. And one of the things everybody forgot about is all the, all these guys that we like, you know, idolize now. They were actually gangsters back in the day. Yeah, they weren't really the cleanest fellas. They were probably dealing the drugs, maybe pimping <laughs> pimping out the hose. Snoop Dogg, awesome guy to run into at the mall nowadays. Right. But running into him in South Central LA in the 1980s, probably not your most memorable. (laughs) Absolutely. Snoop Dogg, by the way, announced giving up marijuana smoke. Yeah, it's all, it's a, man, it's a whole big thing. Did you see like the whole thing behind it? Well, no, he, he does this every five to eight years. He, He announces he's given up weed. And then he, no, he, he no, comes no, no, back. No, no, he always no, no, comes no, no. back. He announced he's given up the smoke. That's right. And I think it's in like four weeks or something. He's he's releasing this new edible brand. Exactly. I know. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. Saying. So I mean, you're it's gonna, a fucking marketing ploy. You're gonna see him smoking a doobie in the next four months. I promise you. If yeah. That, after the launch of the new edibles, once that goes, he in, probably you know, he probably put the announcement out on the uh, Twitterverse there while smoking a doobie. <laughs> He's like, watch this, man. Takes a hit, puts out his tweet, right? He's giving up smoke, but he's actually smoking. Yeah, probably. Yes, yeah, but died. dude, uh, so I heard the whole thing about this. The reason he settled is because he was actually worried about the stories about other people. Because there's actually people out there that you don't want that he doesn't want to mess with. You know? Wow, some true big pimping folks. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's the rumor on the street. Like Jay-Z. I mean, Jay-Z's the same thing, you know? Jay-Z is in the Illuminati, I believe. He's absolutely part of the Freemasons and all that stuff, uh, secret societies and what These have guys you. These literally, and... they, they rap their songs about how they, they went from drug dealers to billionaires. Yeah, know? Jay-Z has a song literally called Big Pimpin', where they're... Uh... <laughs> Hey, you're just spending cheese, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Talking about big pimping, man. I mean, pimping only means one thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, you know, I don't know from experience, but I heard pimping ain't easy. <laughs> it's, it definitely isn't, dude. <laughs> not that I know from experience, but I'm just glad somebody has it under control. Big pimping, dude. Yeah, and Diddy, P Diddy, Puff Daddy. I mean, really, was he? Is he actually like a good rapper? Did he even rap? I don't think he really did much. He just kind of uh, rode the coattails of the assassination of Notorious B.I.G. And you know what I mean? Mm. He kind of never really did much. It almost seems like the the Bad Boys record label and all that was maybe like a front to just launder all his illegal money. Good call, dude. He was just great at marketing. He had a great name. Puff Daddy. Was like, that's a great name. <laughs> and then to go from Puff Daddy to P Diddy, I mean, who saw that one coming? Yeah, but that was in that time where, like, you know, they were doing the weird word play. Well, this is when I think Snoop Dogg was getting into his fashizzle fadrizza. Right. Everybody had their own little, you know, fashizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or sh- for shizzle. Was it shizzle? It was shizzle than shizza, I think. <laughs> I gotta tell you, looking at all these P. Diddy, like, his quote-unquote hits, I don't remember any of these songs. Oh, he didn't have many good songs, and, like, 
I don't know. I, 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 the more I look back on it, it seems like the other guys actually were making music and into the whole rap game. Diddy seemed like he was just laundering money, and that's why he had to keep changing his names. <laughs> Every time you had to change LLC, yeah, you just changed. No, no, that was Puff Daddy. I'm not associated. I'm, I'm Pete Diddy. Puff who? Never heard of him. <laughs> that guy moved out of here months ago, man. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Pete Diddy, and then he was just Diddy. And what is he now? Does he? It, they, they called him P. Diddy in there, right? P. Diddy. Uh, uh, Sean Diddy Combs. Oh, now he's yeah, <laughs> no. Sean Diddy Combs. <laughs> P. Diddy? No, I don't know who that is, but if you see him, tell him I keep getting his mail. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> no, man, I'm the pimp formerly known as Sean Combs. I don't know if you know this guy. <laughs> Got a whole new license and everything, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is great. You know what, though? It does give more cred to his music, though, because he was actually pimping. I don't know if he so. was the big pimper, though. The big pimping and spending cheese was uh, Jay-Z, right? Diddy more... <clears throat> I don't know what Diddy was into. He was a bad boy for life. Well, that's kind of, that kind of falls under the umbrella of bad boy, you know, pimping. Pimping, bad boy. Yeah, absolutely. I think the bad pimpin', boys are the drug pimpers. Dealing. Yeah. It's all under the... It's under the umbrella of being a bad boy. Bad boy kind of encompasses it all. Yeah. Especially if you're a bad boy for life, you're going to be doing all of it. The drug dealing, the pimping, the killing. Can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Do you, uh, you know, part of the bad boys was Mace. Do you remember Mace? No. Mace? Was, <laughs> yeah, I remember Mace because he was very, like, smooth and quiet. He was, like, kind of a quiet whisper rapper. And uh, almost like mumbling, like he wasn't moving his lips very much. Uh, he would do like mumble whisper rapping. And he was very popular for a hot minute there. <clears throat> then he gave up the rap game and mm. became a priest or a preacher. Also known as Murda Mace. Yes, excuse me. I didn't properly say as in uh, <laughs> Mr. Murda Mace. Mr. Mace. Oh, please. Now he goes by Father Mace. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Father Murder. <laughs> I do go by Father Mace. My close friends call me Murder. <laughs> yeah, he's a preacher now, I believe, correct? Yeah, man. And then he came back. He did like a, you know, he, he bounced back for a minute for some sort of reunion, I think. And, you know, I don't know what he's up to now. Mr. Mace, Mr. Murder. Yeah, he became a pastor in 1999. Yeah, man. I, I distinctly remember him giving up the rap game. And this was still when they were kind of um, very serious about it. Now, what is, who's, who's hip-hopping now, man? Like, who are the, the, the little weenies and, and the little uh, giddies? You know, I don't like, know, dude. When, like, the young guys in my class talk about the new music, I don't even know who they're talking about. Exactly, man. man. Brandy was so hot back in the day. Holy cow. Yeah, Brandy was a babe. How did you how did the Brandy come up th- throughout your search here of the uh From Murder Mace, it just went into like all these rappers that other people looked for. It's really funny to look at all these old old rappers. A lot man, of these Brandy people, was yeah. so hot, man. Yeah, Brandy was a babe. 
That's right. Yeah. Kind of faded out of the limelight, though. Whenever they fade or become like a preacher like Mace, you you have to believe that you reach a point where you're about to hit superstardom and they, you're presented with the contract from the devil himself, right? And, and then, like, you know, you have to... <laughs> You have to do is it the, the contract, or is it just Harvey Weinstein's dick? I was gonna say no. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a flight, a one-way ticket on Lolita Express. You know what I'm saying to Epstein Island, and you're just like, um, this is weird. This is creepy. I don't want to sell my soul, so I'm gonna become a preacher. Well, it's probably why it's so much easier to get the guys because you just tempt them with like these young girls. They're, oh yeah, they fall for it. You film them, you got them. That's right, yeah. man. But for the girls, you're like, you want to be famous. You gotta suck off this old Jew. <laughs> you know what? I'll think I'll just become a nun. All right. I already married Jesus. Yeah, do you remember Big Pun? I totally forgot about that guy. Oh, I remember the Big Pun. Oh yeah, Big Pun had uh, at least a one-hit wonder uh, in my book. I, I know. I remember he had a couple jams, but I think he had just the one big jam, and everyone will remember the Big Pun. For he the had one like big a hit. really unique, uh, unique he was, voice. He was a large fella. That I was like know. back in the day when they were all big, you know? Well, you had Fat Joe and Big Pun. Oh, you also had Notorious B.I.G. You're right, Notorious. Well, is this uh? <laughs> there it is, yes. That's, That's exactly it, it, yeah. I'm not a player, I just crush a lot. It's the Big Pun. Yeah, shirt. he's not a player. He just crushes a lot. Crushes those bitches because he's like 300 pounds. That's right. <laughs> he's not held liable. Oh, man. You should see it, man. The big boy. Yeah, they were all the big... You're right, the big boy rappers. That was a thing. Now look at them. They're tiny little guys. They're all like Timothy Chalamet size. Yeah, little little Wayne. Yeah, great. well... And they all got... He's got a great story, but he's like 5'4". He, no, he, <laughs> the lil there is on purpose. It's not ironic. <laughs> Right? No, that's a legit little. <laughs> he's he's literally little. Uh, you know, and I think all these other guys, I mean, I feel like they're fairly little. That's why they're all lils, man. You're you're not getting any of the BIGs, you're getting a lot of the lils. Did you hear the story <laughs> he tells about why uh like the racism is bullshit and everything? You talking about Lil Wayne? Yeah. What's his belief there? He he tells this story how it was like a it was like a drug deal or something that happened. There was a anyway there was a shootout and he was shot in the stomach. The way he tells the story is he was lying on the ground. The cops come in and everybody just walked over him. <laughs> right. And they just went into they got the drugs. They were counting the money. And he goes. It took one officer that as soon as he walked over, like as soon as he walked up to him, saw him. Said, yo, everybody, this guy's still alive. And that officer, like, took care of him, took him to the hospital, stayed with him till the doctor said he was okay. And he says the worst part was that was the only white officer there. Wow. He goes, everybody that walked over me was black. He he raps about that in one of his songs where he says, like, three inches to the right or something, he would have been dead. Dead, yeah. But it's really a touching story where he says, like, that's where I realized you know, racism is bull- the way he explains it. I'm not doing it justice. He does a really good where he talks about how, like, uh, it's what I truly believe. It's good and bad people. It has nothing to do with, uh, dude. Thomas Soul made a great point where he said, if you know, if you're 30, if you're in your mid 30s, mid 40s, look at where you were when you were in your early 20s. There's a greater disparity between you 
then and you now than there is between somebody who's like equal to you but black. Does oh, that wow. make sense? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. <clears throat> so like a, a a guy who's 35, black, you know what I mean? Me and him are in the same economic, you know, we're in the same kind of state in our life and same kind of career and everything. Like we have a lot more in common than me and myself at 20. And he was talking, he kind of explains how like all the differences we have is not black and white. It's more like socioeconomical than anything. Absolutely. And just, you, you know, know. <clears throat> based on when you were born and what's going on with our country at the time, you know, most of us are in shitty spots right now, regardless of our skin color, or race or ethnicity. Uh, Bidenomics sucks for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what kind of gender you are or how you paint your nails at night. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this economy oh, yeah. fucking blows for everybody involved, you know, and it, it doesn't matter. So. But but I think about it, dude. Like I work with a uh, I, a black guy who grew up on the south side of Chicago, right? Oh yeah. He he's a plumber. I'm a pl- like we have so much more in common, even politically and everything, than I would have with my twenty year old self. My twenty year old self was like this liberal fucking white kid from the suburb. <laughs> you know, like, well, yes. I, it's so funny to think about how it really is, you know. No, and it makes total sense why we simply do not understand what's going on currently socially with these kids, these Gen Zs and younger, uh, how they're, what, supporting terrorists at this point, it seems like, and there's just a lot of, they're almost, this younger generation almost seems un-American to us, but maybe oh, they are. when they are maybe our age, they'll look back and be very embarrassed with their actions and how they behaved and thought uh well i hope they look back one day and realize they were misguided by the worst of the adults yeah there's a brainwashing uh happening on some level and the only reason i'm convinced of it is this bizarre trend swept through tiktok over the past week and i can't believe it only took us 20 years give or take for bin laden to become the hero the videos viral this morning. I need you to stop what you're doing and go read a letter to America. Referencing Osama bin Laden's so-called letter to America, written by the late terrorist leader about a year after the 9-11 attacks. And now, the propaganda getting new attention on social media in the wake of the Israel-Hamas war. Bin Laden, in the decades-old letter criticizing U.S. support for Israel and its policies on Palestinian territories and citing anti-Semitic and homophobic tropes. The way this letter is going viral right now is giving me the greatest sense of relief. The Guardian, which published the letter in 2002, now removing it, criticizing how it's been widely shared without the full context. And TikTok now stripping the hashtag Letter to America from its search function. New research shows searches for bin Laden up 400% on YouTube and on X, formerly Twitter, references to him up 4,000% since Tuesday. One journalist's post on that platform, compiling some of the videos, getting more than 25 million views. 
TikTok saying interest spiked only after tweets and media attention from fewer than 2 million views to more than 13 million on its app. A spokesperson telling NBC News content promoting this letter clearly violates our rules on supporting any form of terrorism, adding they're proactively and aggressively removing it. YouTube saying our community guidelines apply consistently, guidelines which prohibit terrorist content. X did not respond to our request for comment. The issue reaching even the White House, with the spokesperson saying there is never a justification for spreading the repugnant, evil and anti-Semitic lies that the leader of Al Qaeda issued just after committing the worst terrorist attack in American history. It all comes as demonstrations, pro-Israeli and pro-Palestinian, stretch coast to coast. All right, we have hit the point, man. I didn't think it would happen this soon where the youngest generation of Americans are talking about how, you know that Bin Laden guy? He was onto something. Listen, Frank, I'm not saying every Biden voter is an Osama Bin Laden supporter. (laughs) (laughs) But I do know every Osama Bin Laden supporter in America is a Biden voter. Yes. Wow. Come on, man. That's oh, this is disgusting. This How many is men and so, women did we lose? 3,000 people plus died on 9-11. Those images are still burned so freshly into my memory. I, I distinctly remember everything Ugh. that unfolded, where I God. was, how the day played out. I could recite to you hour by hour, maybe even minute by minute, what unfolded that day. Uh, 20 years? That's all it took? My God, man, these cell phones, the black mirrors that we stare into constantly, the void has had its effect officially. The brainwashing uh, is here, man. I mean, we've, we're, we're no always, longer Americans. I always bring it up because I think it's the one fact that just people forget about 9-11 that really sums up 9-11. The first first responder to die on 9-11 died Entering the building when a body fell on him. Wow. One of the people jumped from the building and landed on a first responder. Many people that was, jumped that from was the building. That was how it started. Yeah, man. That was the beginning. That was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. That's what, that started, that was the first first responder death. And then hundreds followed. You know? It's, it's a, it's a, it was so tragic, man. It's unbelievable that people would really. Well, and you know what's crazy about nine eleven is we can debate all day long about, you know, intel planned, not planned, allowed to happen, Mossad, CIA, all that stuff. Put all of that aside. What is so harrowing and memorable about nine eleven are the first responders, were the heroes of that day who just sacrificed their lives and marched into a tower burning and falling to the ground to save people, man. That's what we remember, dude. Yeah, wow, giving me chills. Oof. But that's the I- memory that stands, and how dare you on any level just like put on Osama bin Laden, who I've believed from day one was a character, an actor. He's the Mandarin. Did I say it right this time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fuck the Mandalorian. Fuck Disney. He was the Mandarin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I believed Osama uh, was he, always yeah, a paid actor. Yeah, but even if he actor. was, it's what he symbolized. Yes, he was. You're, su- the, yes. you're supporting that? It's unreal, man. 
whatever messaging is being pushed across throughout this Israeli-Hamas conflict, there is some catch-up-on-the-wall stuff happening where people are just completely losing their allegiance to our country. It's because they don't know. These people have never been... They've never... Like, even the people that I talk to that have left the country, you all have gone to these, like, tourist places, right? You've oh, never yeah. had to go spend time in the fucking bumfuck nowhere Middle East, you know? And yeah. when, you talk, when you talk to those people, they hate you. They hate us. There's a weird thing in America now where we just... We have yet to realize that it was a failed... Ideolo- it was a failed policy that we could spread our ideology. If you put a McDonald's in the country, they won't attack us. You know, what was that old saying? No two countries with McDonald's ever attacked each other. <laughs> That's right, It was man. the whole idea that we win by spreading Western, uh, you know, ideas and everything. And it, just, it didn't work. These people don't want, they rejected it. They don't want us. We've got a you piece know? of shit here in Colorado, uh, Hernandez. He's uh, the young, first Gen Z rep to be uh, holding office here, and he took down his mini American flag on his desk and put up a Palestinian flag. That was disgusting, dude. I saw that. That's so disgusting. It's, I mean, come on, dude. Look, if you support Palestine so much, so much so that you're going to take down the American flag, go to Palestine. Please, here's your pay. Pa- I will come to your house and pack your shit for you. Yeah. You don't, Palestine's not accepting anybody right now? Fine, go move to another Muslim country. I noticed you came to a country that's not Muslim. Good call. So, uh, it really blows my mind. Same thing with uh, Talib. Oh, yeah. And the the (laughs) other fucking psychos. You all came, you come here for a reason. It's better than your country. Yeah, go back. Go back. Please, again, I think uh, we could find plenty of volunteers to pack your shit for you and send you on your way. I'll even buy your fucking plane ticket. The one-way ticket. The one way out of here. Please, be gone. Don't come back. They need to understand that all the niceness, you can be nice, you can do everything you want, it doesn't matter. I know. Those people hate you. Oh, man. They literally... For generations, they have been bred for one thing and one thing only, and that is to spread the extreme religion. I will spend my you know? savings right now for all of you gays for Palestine. I'm gonna, I'll buy all your plane tickets to Palestine. Come on, let's go. <laughs> He'll buy your tickets. I'll buy your ropes. <laughs> gays for Palestine. Come on, we'll, we'll buy you a one-way ticket, baby. You can go hang with your people. Let's see, let's see how much yeah. they support you back. <laughs> no, and, and, you know the, the stories that I've read. The only thing that really made sense. This really makes sense. This is because China is pushing this in our country. Oh, it's TikTok and, and the, social media, it's, and it's we're, we're being no, influenced, man. All these other countries are for they're, they're pumping these young people with these ideas, and they're just swallowing it. It's crazy. It's a rough time to be alive. I feel bad for these Gen Z folks. You know, a lot of the stuff you're saying out there, it's going to be remembered, and you're going to have to live with it as an adult. You know, you're, you're supporting the wrong side. I hate to break it to you. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Crazy stuff. We're seeing crazy things. But we need something to unify us and, and around. The, the wor- worse than, worse than, it's worse than supporting the wrong side. It's one thing if you just... If it was what you believed, I could, you know what I mean? I could kind of 
be more accepting of that. But you are supporting the wrong side because you're being manipulated by the Chinese government through social media. I know, it's really... It's like, we gotta put that the f- is the scariest part, is how weak-minded are we? Well, we gotta put you the know? phones down. It's catch up on the wall. Catch up on the wall. Catch oh, up on the wall. We're brainwashed. There's MK Ultra going on here that we just don't understand. It's possible that our government's working in cahoots with China and vice versa, man. We could be totally bought out. Did you not see what happened in San Francisco this week? They cleaned up the streets for the Chinese, and then they took down American flags and put up Chinese flags everywhere. I know. so sad. I mean, that's us bowing to our leaders here. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. obvious better what's start, happening. Better start investing in the yen. Learn, uh, brush up on that Mandarin, folks. It's going to come in handy down the line. Oh, shito. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Jinkuya. Oh, wait, that's, uh... <laughs> I think that's Polish. It's actually Polish, sorry. It is, that, was just, that was like a Chinese Polak. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, Jinkuya. Oh, Jinkuya. <laughs> Hiroshima, Jinkuya. Uh, doc, doc. <laughs> Oh, I want to be the first to say to our Chinese overlords, the Dudamana podcast, uh, welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> We're the first to go, there's no doubt. <laughs> to, to the Chinese overlords, all I have to say is konnichiwa. Oh, wrong, wrong one. Hiroshima, uh, Kawasaki. <laughs> Toyota. Kamikaze. (laughs) (laughs) I think it all... (laughs) We're so fucked. As an American who has witnessed lots of other Americans in foreign countries, we can't even learn a person's name in another country. You imagine we could take it over, we gotta learn Chinese? I I still can't figure out Xi. I don't even know how they're like... (laughs) I see the I see the letters. My brain doesn't function. <laughs> Is it Jingping? Jingping? I have no idea, man. I don't know what's going on here. The best was I uh, this Asian guy that was was with us. He uh, obviously was immigrated. Like it was this English was his second language. Oh yeah. And he had the hardest time with the Southerners, and he would always we would just laugh so hard because he would always say they're not speaking English. <laughs> He's not wrong, though. He's totally on the money. <laughs> like, it makes you think, like, could you imagine them, like, the Chinese come over? They're just going to give up. There's no way they can teach these Southerners Chinese. We can't even teach them English. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're just going to wipe us out. That's all that's going to happen, man. They're going to invade from the South. They're sending in their U.N. troops as we speak. Uh, well, either way. It was way. unlike anything. Oh, I got, uh, I got... A little carried away there, because I wanted to say what we do need right now. I had a little thumb slip, unfortunately, but uh, we need a little unity in our world these days. And uh, when it comes to unity, I often look to space. um, And whether or not we're on the flat Earth, I imagine there's something out there, you know, above and beyond. And so it's nice that, you know, from time to time, we could put down our differences and talk about maybe venturing out and uh, seeing what this uh, universe has to offer, which is why I dig uh, fellas like Elon. It was unlike anything most people had ever seen. 
the world's largest, most powerful rocket, the Starship, taking off for a 90-minute flight partway around the Earth. But 10 minutes later... We have lost the data from the second stage. SpaceX lost contact with its Starship rocket, then confirming that rocket and its booster base appeared to have exploded. A rapid, unscheduled disassembly. The company is now investigating what went wrong alongside the FAA, while still hailing the mission a success. Honestly, such an incredibly successful day. NASA officials who hope the rocket will play a key role in its 2025 moon mission tweeted, each test represents a step closer to putting the first woman on the moon. SpaceX praised the launch. Oh my God, really? Fine, okay, first woman, I guess. For fixing the issues of the first failed attempt while going further <laughs> and longer. They're gonna be really disappointed when they find out that woman has a penis. Yes! Oh! <laughs> it's Rachel Levine? <laughs> well... Here, we're literally, we're talking about flying the largest spacecraft possible to go, you know, to Mars, right? Like, isn't that the whole goal here with this yeah. experiment? Like, this is spectacular stuff. I, I can't believe we're putting all these great minds together to do this, but none of that matters. Elon Musk tweeted something anti-Semitic. <laughs> That rocket detonated in April, roughly four minutes into the flight, after the upper and lower rockets failed to separate. The less-than-perfect launch comes amid a weekend of controversy for SpaceX founder and CEO Elon Musk, with advertisers fleeing his platform X, formerly known as Twitter. After Musk replied to an anti-Semitic tweet that accused Jews of hating white people by writing, you have said the actual truth. Now, major companies including Apple, Disney, Paramount, IBM, Warner Brothers, and Comcast, NBC's parent company, have all suspended ads on the platform. Meanwhile, Musk promising a thermonuclear lawsuit against the watchdog group Media Matters and all those he claimed are colluding in what he called a fraudulent attack against his company. And Willie, you may remember that first failed flight led to more than 60 corrective actions before the FAA would approve a second flight. We could see something similar this time around, too, before the Starship is allowed to fly again. So let's shit on this brilliant billionaire. <laughs> let's just shit all over him. What a loser. <laughs> so now all of us who couldn't build a rocket to save our lives, we're going to make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear the tone and the way they talk about this guy? The condescending. Oh, it's so like, crazy how much they hate this man. The contempt for this dude who's flying a rocket to space. And if anyone didn't see it, it goes just like all the other rockets. We cannot get past the firmament. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> we never went to the moon. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. It's hard. The thing about it, it is, this it's a literal rocket science. You know, there's a reason we use it as an expression. It's not exactly rocket science. Right, know? yeah, and I'm not necessarily it's, a rocket scientist, right? I'm not smart. So, so when you see these failures, you know, think about how many times you fail at your job, and it literally is not rocket science. So, How many Saturn V rockets exploded before we got the first successful one into orbit? Oh, countless. Think about how many, just how many they showed us. I was about to say, then how many did they record and film live on their cell phones? Right? Well, they didn't have cell phones back then. 
I know. My point being is we get to see all of Elon Musk's failures a million times over and everyone can yuck it up and make fun of the guy and then be like, by the way, he's an anti-Semite. Did you see what he tweeted the other day? What a loser. (laughs) We're just going to totally dismiss this rocket scientist blasting the most impressive rocket ever known to man into space, right? No, no, no. He's he's an anti-Semite. All these people making fun of him wouldn't know what to do if their car stalled. <laughs> but they're making fun of this guy. I can't, get, can't over. get over it. This is a two-minute clip. They spent 30 seconds talking about the, the spectacularness of this rocket blasting off and how, like, unprecedented the power is. It's got 33 separate boosters. Yeah, it's crazy. This thing is enormous. It's absolutely insane. If you want an actual understanding of what happened here, go check out Lex Friedman's podcast. He actually does a little in-depth uh, action on it, and it's a little sleepy, but it's very it's it's incredible what Elon's doing. This is a major feat for mankind. Like we, we everything are... has to go right. <laughs> yes, dude. Like it's such an amazing. None of you would even know where to start. <laughs> no. We're talking. <laughs> right? Do you even listen to the name? They like breeze over. It's called Starship, man. This is like Starship Enterprise, bro. We're, we're talking about going to. Bo- we're going to boldly go where no man has gone before. And we're like, <laughs> did you see what this asshole tweeted last night? I can't get over this. They spent more time talking about his tweets than this, like. Rocket, that's going to take us to other planets. What the fuck are we talking about here, man? (laughs) They say he's a genius because he's building a rocket to go to Mars. But in his tweet, he used used T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E when he should have used (laughs) T-H-E-I-R. What an idiot! claims to be a rocket scientist, but have you seen how many times he's misgendered reporters? He can't even get his pronouns right. That's <laughs> so crazy. We've lost, we are idiocracy, man. It's freaking crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, cut him some slack, man. He's trying to do something that's pretty hard. It's almost as hard as rocket science. <laughs> oh, it is rocket science. I can't get over this. We're more, our whole culture and the news media, legacy media, it's all high school gossip. It's just Ugh. TMZ on a gigantic scale. Like, oh my God, did you hear what he said? That's what the news is. Let, let's, let's not talk about this impressive feat of mankind with this super rocket that can go to Mars, right? No, no, not, not interesting. But the best part is, like, after the shit on Elon for trying to go to Mars, building the greatest rocket we've ever seen, but... It did, it did fail at its first launch. Uh, then the next story was Joe Biden took a nine-hour plane ride. <laughs> Visited Israel. He walked around. Got back on that plane. It was miraculous. I saw some footage floating around. Uh, it got buried, but it looked like he fell again. Like really badly walking down the stairs. 
Yeah, I don't think anybody cares. It's like, yeah, no, it's, right. it's just elder abuse at this it point. Happens. Well, you know, Elon's blasting rockets into space. Nobody cares. They just want to talk about what he's tweeting. And all the while, all we're concerned about is climate change. And climate change, folks, is really, it's starting to affect what matters most in this world. And I think we can all finally get behind making some serious efforts behind solving this crisis. There is no word yet this morning if Taylor Swift's concert will go on as planned tonight in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> the era's tour show set for Saturday was canceled due to the extreme temperatures in Brazil. The cancellation was a 23-year-old while waiting for Swift's show. No That's it. That's it. Stop the press. I'm voting Democrat. We need to get this climate change under control. We need to get this under control. Wait, it gets better, dude. Too no. hot for Taylor no. Swift? <laughs> no, no, dude, this is, this is serious. This is dramatic shit, man. Awaiting for Swift's show. No cause of death has been given. Oh, yeah. The temperature for a 23-year-old fan died on Friday night while waiting for Swift's show. No cause of death has been given, but temperatures were hovering near 100 degrees. Swift. So a fan died waiting in line, and they're saying, well, we don't know exactly why they died, but it was 100 degrees outside. We don't know why she died? Ha! Climate change! This is clearly the Republicans' fault. Come on! And it has nothing to do with 6.8 billion people taking an experimental gene therapy mRNA vaccine. Or being a young young woman in line for a Taylor Swift concert probably partaking in some drugs and alcohol on a very hot day. Yeah, I don't know, man. What what's what's going on in the parking lot of the Taylor Swift show, dude? Are they like chugging beers and shotgunning, you know, and like you know, smoking doobies and maybe even doing a little DMT vape? Good call. What do you do at a Taylor Swift concert? What do what do chicks do before the concert? I don't know, man. I mean, I've never been to, like, a Taylor Swift show. I imagine I could see the parents partaking in some druggy uh, kind of action, you know what I mean? Maybe, like like I said, the DMT vape, which I was just uh, told is a thing at a lot of these concerts here in Colorado. You go to the Red Rocks, apparently, to see the DJ sets, and everyone's (laughs) passing around a vape pen that has a DMT in it. In the future, when archaeologists are looking back on America, when they're digging through the ground, they're going to find the layers of our demise. It's going to start with the tobacco vapes. That's right. The weed vapes. Oh, yeah. And the final layer will be DMT vapes. Yes, sir. And then nothing else. (laughs) Because that ended our society. The DMT vapes, man. It's a thing. That's what the kids are doing, I guess, here at the show. So I imagine maybe if you're a parent and you're at your, like, 30th uh, Taylor Swift concert of the year, you're probably going to hit that DMT vape you got at the uh, Oh, have you seen the, the prices? Nobody's doing 30 shows a year. <laughs> I know. You're right, actually. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a one and done. It literally cost. Well, I think the one show probably cost you a mortgage payment at the very least. Uh, you know, you might have to refi. No big deal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Taylor? She's now a billionaire. She's made a billion dollars off of these tickets. It's crazy. And she made a billion dollars off of fucking dudes and then writing songs about it. That's incredible stuff. Yeah. It's great. I, I don't really know much about her music, to be totally honest. And apparently she's changing lyrics now for Travis Kelsey, and they're getting serious. And you know, the Kelsey brothers 
Monday night. They are having themselves a little Super Bowl rematch. I'm willing to bet they turned up the heart machine there in Alaska, cranked up the heat there in the Rio de Janeiro to cancel the Taylor Swift shows so she can make a last-minute appearance on Monday Night Football, boost some ratings for the NFL and ABC, right? Come on, we need the rating. We know what I need. Frank, I need a picture of Taylor Swift wearing the Chiefs jersey next to the mom wearing the Eagles jersey. Yes, with the red lipstick. I got to know what shade she's into this week, man. (laughs) Is she wearing Chiefs red? I got to (laughs) know! Don't give me no cherry red. Yes, man. That's what we all need to know. And that's my theory. That's my conspiracy theory for this week, that they purposefully Mm. raised the temperature there. And that's why they're come trailing like crazy here in Colorado. We're going overboard. Oh, that, was, that was my next question is, how's your weather? Because maybe they had to divert resources. Yeah, man. No, they, they're, they're come trailing here. They're pulling in all the clouds, and they're dropping the temp in Colorado, and they're making it extra hot down in the Rio de Janeiro or wherever uh, she's at. So they got to cancel the shows. You got people dropping dead in line, man. We can't have this going on. It's climate change, baby. So that Taylor, nothing to do for the weekend, right? The shows are canceled. Might as well hop on one of her three private jets that she owns. And yes, look it up. She has, I think, two or three <laughs> private jets. She'll just hop Climate on. friendly. That's right. Climate friendly jets, right? They're solar panel run. And uh, <laughs> she's going to cl- climb into her green... It's a sailplane, right? It's a Gre- <laughs> Greta Thunberg. She pilots it. How dare she bought you? it from John Kerry <laughs> and his fleet of uh, private jets. That's right. It's it's got the Heinz ketchup label on the side. There. I'm sorry, he never owned a single jet. She bought it from one of his wife's fleet. That's private right. jets. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Yes. I forgot John Kerry never owned a private jet. His wife owned a fleet. I mean, to be fair, though, realistically, Teresa Heinz Carey, the Heinz ketchup heiress, I mean, she probably absolutely has like another three zeros on top of whatever fortune the Carey family has. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Heinz family must be gajillionaires. Ketchup? Oh, man. come on, man. Yeah, you know it. was before it was on the wall. Yeah, man. Ketchup on the wall. Ketchup on the wall. Ketchup on the wall. This was just ketchup on the hamburger. <laughs> That's right, dude. You know, there's a conspiracy out there that ketchup is thinner than it used to be. And, like, it used to be you have to tap the back end of the ketchup bottle, right, to get it out. But now it just pours right out, no problem. Like, they've changed the ketchup recipe or they've made it thinner. There's something going on in there. Mm. Oh, that's a good call. Wow, you're right. Ketchup is not thick like it used to be. It used to be chunky, kind of. You know, not chunky, chunky, but it had a thickness to it. And now it, it's like a, a like a thin sauce. Like it just pours immediately out of the bottle. Ketchup is a weird. I'm not a big fan of ketchup. Well, we are Chicago folk. I am totally anti-ketchup on most things. I I don't even dip fries in ketchup. I just like the salty fries usually. It's oh, yeah, I'll do the regular. Yeah, that is weird. It is a Chicago thing, I guess. Huh? Well, ketchup, uh, yeah, ketchup, yeah, there's something effeminate, I think, if you're from Chicago and you ask for the ketchup. Everybody kind of gives you the side eye. Dude, if you're not a f- or a child, why are you putting ketchup on the <laughs> <I know. 
Wait, is that sweet enough for you, sugar pie? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> you can't be a grown man asking for the ketchup if you're at the hot dog stand. So you know embarrassing that you put ketchup on your hot dog. You look like a bitch. I don't know what it is. And it, yeah. It's sugar. You're adding sugar to this, like, salty, delicious wiener. <laughs> yeah, we took the worst part of the pig, the worst part of the cow, we ground it together, and we gave you a great sausage link here, called it a hot dog. Yes. You're going to ruin it with some sugar tomato? Get the fuck out of here. Well, you're already getting the sugar with the relish. That, like, neon mm. nuclear green relish they like to put on the hot dog. You should never do relish. This is a tip for out-of-towners. No Chicagoan really gets, they always get no relish. Because in Chicago, your relish is made by ex-convicts. Yes, it's it's true, and you don't want to know what they're doing to that relish. That's why I skipped the relish myself. Yeah, what you want to do for the true Chicago dog is you take the pickle on there with the tomato and the uh, sport peppers and the mustard and the onion. Celery salt. And the raw onion, and that's where it's at, man. That's the that's the hot dog du jour. Yeah. Oh, See, yeah. I'm, a, I, I'm not. A, I really go for the Polish. I like the Polish. I do the mustard, the onions on the Polish. Yeah, that's day. a true Chicago move. Or if you're uh, you got the appetite for it, you get the beef with the Polish in there. The combo. Mm, yeah. You know what though? This guy told me I'm really Chicago, and I didn't realize it because I I went to Freddy's. Freddy's such a good burger, man. They smash that burger, so it's like a thin. Crispy patty. I've seen the Freddy's. Only- I've been there. It's you're almost not eating any meat at one point. Like you kind of bite into uh, it, and like there's sections where the meat has just been evaporated. Well, that's why you got to get the double. That's Fill right. The ga- that's how they Fill get in you. The gaps. Yeah, you get the you triple, know? the quadruple, right? <laughs> just load it but on then there. The, but then you tell them you want everything on it. It's just pickles, uh, mustard, and onion. Oh, that's genius. Oh and yeah. It's like man, it's so fucking good. But that is a Chicago. I don't even like ketchup on my hamburger. Really. No, get the ketchup out of here, yeah. man. I think it just uh, adds too much sugar, makes everything sweet. And you're right, it's for kids and all those French fellows out there. If you know yeah, what I'm saying, you're doing it because the shit tastes terrible. It's to cover up taste. Good call. Man. I don't want you to. I want to taste the meat. You know. Yeah, no, I think the mustard is where it's at with the onion and the pickle. That right there. Ooh. You don't, And get, get out of here with all the other veggies, man. I don't want no lettuce up in here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the only veggie Fred- I want is some onion. Freddy's, they pickle. do offer the California burger. That's how we know who the f***s are. It comes with the, <laughs> comes with the fucking avocado, oh. the lettuce, the fucking tomato. Get out of here. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Uh, the avocado is the sign of the California, and yeah, we have that infested in everything here in Colorado. I'm pretty now. sure the avocado slice comes with a male stripper. Like just, <laughs> well, what is you, going on you order the burger, you get a California style with the avocado, and then you turn around, and in the backseat, a drag queen is reading a book to your kid. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with it, dude. Or it's Juicy Smoulet. Yeah, we're in Chicago, and he's desperate for work. <laughs> I like the idea of Happy Meals for Kids coming with, like, a little drag queen doll reading a book. <laughs> the future of kitty meals. When you, pull, for... when you pull the cord, it reads the book and opens its legs. It's great. Uh... <laughs> it's educational. Yes, dude. Oh my God, man! That's we're almost there, right? What are the kitty meals now like? What does Ronald McDonald look like now? Is it 
Is it a dude? Oh, Ron. As a... Oh, you talking about Ron? He was born a chick. <laughs> it's, it's Ronnie McDonald now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ronnie McDonald. Ronnie, Ronnie McDonald. Now he's a he's a pre, he's a pre-op tranny. <laughs> sorry, she, she is a pre-op tranny. Ronnie uh... McDonald is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's perfect, dude. You know this one's gonna be soon. It's gonna be great, man. You don't have to change much about the makeup or the hair either, right? The hamburgers, kind of the same. We just made him whiter, looked a little too Latino. Didn't like where that was going with the racial aspect. Uh, negative condensations between stealing of the hamburgers. You just don't have to change anything about the facial designs or anything. All you do is slap a bikini on both characters, and that's literally what the training <laughs> movement is at this point. Hamburger, give him a little tuck action here, right? You're you're sold, man. You could start reading books to kids at the local library. It's incredible, dude. Uh, McDonald's, you don't think this is gonna lower your sales? <laughs> Wait till you see what they did to the Burger King. <laughs> oh man, you don't see the king anymore. Remember the king? He was in all the commercials, oh. dude. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, the king. And Wendy became Wendell. Oh, <laughs> 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 now he's some ginger TikToker who oh, plays video games. I don't know. That's Weird. right. They got Carrot Top, actually. They, nobody knows where <laughs> Carrot Top lands. He's, he's somewhere in the middle there, right? Carrot Top? Yeah. Man. <laughs> I could never tell what that fellow, lady the, fellow. The original gender ambiguity. <laughs> that carrot top, man, he checks all the boxes. He still somehow looks like an over-muscular lesbian, right? Just with the hair going on, it's crazy. It's just a, ris- a ripped lesbo, man. I don't know what you are. It's great. <laughs>